Good morning and welcome to the podcast for Wednesday the 22nd of July. Thank you for joining us this morning. Over the next two weeks we are using meditations from the collection of resources from Nick Fockett, No Ordinary Man. Some of you will be familiar with these readings. Uh, They're an excellent way into some of the stories of the Bible. And today we are looking at the meaning of love and concentrating on a passage well known to us, particularly those who've attended weddings perhaps will know the reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 1 to 13. We often hear the words, but today we have the opportunity to reflect on their meaning. So first of all, let me read from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 to 13. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have a prophetic power, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoings, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things believes in all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. So what might Paul be reflecting on in these words? Let's hear from the man himself. He taught me the meaning of love. What it really means to say, I love you. Slowly, gently, he taught me. Not through words, nor through gestures, but through showing me love in action. I thought I'd understood that I loved as much as the next man, maybe even more. Not perhaps as a husband loves his wife, or a father his children. There's not been time for that, sadly. But deeper, beyond such natural human ties, my fellow apostles, my family in Christ, my fellow human beings. And I did love in my own way, 
Of course I did. My only goal, my single aim, to help them, serve them, reach them. And yet, despite all that, I sometimes wondered if I'd ever loved at all. For deep down in my heart of hearts, I knew it was all about me, my preaching, my striving, my loving, my efforts, my success, my ambitions, and finally, for my own satisfaction, and even, I fear, my own glory as much as his. It's human, I realised that, or so at least we tell ourselves. But is that true, or does it have to be? For when I look at Jesus, all he did for me, I see a different truth, a different kind of love, patient, kind, humble, not serve, serving self or seeking gain, but putting others first. A love that knows me as I am, understands my faults, yet still believes in me. A love which, though I turn away, accepts me, even dies for me. That's what it means, this thing called love, seeing the worst, believing the best, asking nothing, giving all. I thought I'd understood all those years ago, but I hadn't, hardly at all. I'm still learning even now, still struggling to let go of self. I can't do it all alone. I've come to realise that at last. I need his help, his love flowing through me. And I'll carry on praying for that, striving for that, until my dying day. For I understand now that without love, all else is nothing. They say that money makes the world go round. But I think we could change that to love makes the world go round. As I reflect on the reading today and also the meditation uh, on uh, the mind of Paul, it, it reminds me of how important love is in all aspects of life, particularly in relation to uh, our human relationships, but also as human beings, our relationship with God's creation as a whole. And I think that what we are reminded of when we reflect on 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 13, is that although there might be different types of love in the world, and we know the, the feelings and the emotions of the different types of, of love that, that, we, uh, that we know in life, the, the love between two human beings, or the, the love, the passion that we have for a particular interest or for a particular place, that underpinning all of that is a love that, that comes to us from God himself. We're made in the image of God, the Bible tells us. And if God makes us in love, then we're made out of that love and we're made in that love. And therefore God's love is within each one of us. And I think what Paul understood is that when we tap into that love, then it affects and influences all other relationships that we have, our human relationships and our relationships with creation itself and with God himself, when we tap into the love that is at our core, 
foundation, that love that God placed within our hearts, then we are we are better able to appreciate love and be driven by that love in all our outpouring of emotions and all our feelings and all our actions that we show in our daily living. So I'm really pleased that today we've been reminded of a very familiar passage. We've been able to think a little bit more deeply about love. And what we are reminded of is that God has gifted us human life and he has gifted us that very, very special love out of which he's made us and which he has placed within us. And our goal, our objective, if you like, is to tap into that love and let that love be mirrored in our actions and in our life. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you have summed up the law in one simple word, love. Forgive us that at times we make the gospel so complicated. And forgive us that though we talk so often about love, sometimes we rarely practice it in our day-to-day -day living, in our dealings with people or our dealings with creation itself. We don't show enough respect to others or enough respect to the, the gift of creation in which we live. Help us, Lord, to look to you who showed us love in action. A love that bears all things, a love that be believes all things, a love that hopes all things, a love that endures all things. And help us truly to realise that unless we have that, then all our words, all our faith, our religion, the work of the church, counts for nothing. Lord, in this season of summer, we pray for our fellow humanity, particularly those who are using this time for some rest and recreation. We are reminded of how hard some people have been working over this period of lockdown. We think of our key workers and we hope and pray that for some of them, this month of July will afford the opportunity for a break, a holiday, a rest. An opportunity to tap into the, the love that drives people onwards and forwards. Lord, we also pray for those who have found this period of pandemic so desperately difficult because of illness, the illness of a loved one, or even in the saddest of circumstances, the death of a loved one. We pray that your spirit of peace and comfort will be upon them and that such people experiencing that kind of challenge in life will know your love and will be able to tap in to the fountain of love that is your love for all of us. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you, folks, for joining in today. And we look forward to welcoming you back next Wednesday for the latest podcast. It's bye for now. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you.